Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Hayden and Robbie Falk reunited and back with you. Thanks for tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our service men and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. I haven't mentioned it in a while, but I want to thank them again for their generous donation uh, during our Palmer Home Radiothon. That's what a great local business does. They get involved in their community. That's exactly what Strange Brew does. They've been doing it for a long time. Make sure you're supporting them. Head over to Strange Brew. Start your morning with them every day. They'll get you off on the right foot. College hey. Corner and collegecornerstore.com. Oh, you got something to say? I was going to say, I, I just got back from Churn and Spoon. Oh, yeah. So I came in from SEC Media Days. I had a late lunch, and I was thinking, I really want some ice cream. So I went in there and got me a cookies and cream ice cream, three scoops on top of a waffle cone. That's a great It was delicious. Yeah. I'm not a coffee guy, but I wanted to go support Strange Brew and, and, and Churn and Spoon, so I went in there and got some ice cream. We were of the same mind today. When I ate lunch, I was like, I need something sweet. I need a sugar rush here. So I, Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm at a mall, so what does that mean? It means Auntie Anne's. That's where, uh, sugar pretzels. That, that's, that's where I think Sock went there. Either he went there or some ice cream place. Uh-huh. We, we went to the food court while, while you and Richard were slaving away on the on the radio. So I tell you what, and you know, worked harder is obviously relative. You know, when I when I say I worked harder the past three days than I remember working recently, it's not like I'm a coal miner. You know, I admit that. No, but it takes it takes a but, mental strain, dude. We especially today because on top of interviewing other people. I was interviewed five times today. Yeah, I mean, and it's like people don't understand. Like, this isn't a physical job. Right. Like, like a lot but of people it's mentally have, taxing, mentally, tra- mentally drains yeah. you, especially like on an SEC football weekend. So yeah, I, I, I can I was, definitely relate. I was up at six thirty to get started doing interviews. Yeah, and, I mean, I, and worked until five. I mean, yeah, and a lot of people are like you don't work that hard. Like, dude, you work in an office. You know, yep. it's not like you're digging ditches either. So anyway, you worked hard for the money. So hard for it, Robbie. <laughs> uh, better treat me right. Uh, College Corner. Hey, look. I admit, I ordered a shirt from Fanatics. Don't make the same mistake that I did. Me wearing my brand new Crimson t-shirt here. I, I guess they just have so much material in Crimson because they needed every single stinking year. They're like, they won't notice. Well, we noticed. Well, they, they just got, they got used to printing national championship t-shirts cr- on Crimson. Crimson so. so don't make the same mistake I did. Go to College Corner, collegecornerstore.com, buy local, and buy products you know are going to be maroon and white. Humble Taco, oh man, we went there We went there last week. We'll give them a, we'll give them a couple weeks. We're going to have to make another trip there. I'm already thinking my next trip to Humble Taco because it's just Starville's best and newest Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. A great menu, a unique menu, unlike you'll find anywhere else. No other Mexican restaurant in the uh, state of Mississippi is putting out the kind of food that Humble Taco is. Next time you're in Starville, make sure you give it a try. Ty Tim's, he's another guy, a community guy, a Starville guy. You know the food's good at his restaurants. Make sure you check out his newest one, Humble Taco. Back from Hoover, 
SEC Media Days will go on for one more day. Uh, if you are paying attention, it's going to have Auburn, Missouri, and Arkansas. Arkansas. Boring. Boy, I mean, wow, what an well, awful day. I'll say this. Arkansas is not boring. Sam Pittman is yeah, exciting. I guess, but I don't it's know their Arkansas. Players, but, but I get it. But he is at least – what he has to say will probably be interesting. He seems like the kind of guy who could win the, the, the SEC Media Days – Speeches. He'll he'll be exciting. Yeah, I mean Brian Harson. From what all I think I know about Brian Harson is he is as boring as you can imagine. And Eli Drinkwitz is a big nerd. Yes. So Sports Talk Mississippi, we done got up the hell out of there after Mississippi State was done. <laughs> and now we'll be back. We actually, if in case you're listening, we are going to be live today at Trustmark Park. They will unveil those all those cool equipment trucks uh, for Mississippi State, Ole Miss, uh, Southern Miss, and Jackson State uh, today. I swear, if Deion Sanders is there, I'm going to call him D. D, what's up? No Coach Prime. No. No Coach. No. Not Dion. D. D. DS. Look, uh, here's my thing. You've spent years building this brand. Prime Time. Dion. Yeah. Neon Dion. And you've been a coach for one year, and now you're you're ticked off at people for calling you're, you're calling four and you three. Dion. You're four and three with a forfeit win. Treat me like Nick Saban. Okay, we, well, everybody's we treating you like Nick Saban whenever everybody, yeah. whenever people call him Nick. So Nick Saban saying what he said today about it, it doesn't concern me because it's got nothing to do with winning football games. That's right. That's all Nick Saban cares about. It's not about you. Yeah. It is not about you. No. And guess what? You know what the bigger story is? The fact that, that he barred someone from covering his media mm-hmm. day because they did their freaking job. That is disgusting to me that he did that. Yeah. You get no sympathy from me whenever you do something like that. And maybe Nick Suss was pushing the envelope a little too much there. Maybe he could have just let that go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't that serious to me, but I don't know you know, what what was in Nick's head right there. I can't really speak for him, but... Um, you know, maybe maybe he could he could have just let that end, but I thought that whole thing was just ridiculous from both sides. And then I find out that he bars this guy Rashad yeah. from covering media days because he did his job. Without the media, no one would ever know that this whoever this exactly. player is had committed a crime. I've read some interesting things about Dion that he takes that CEO role a little too seriously. You know, like in a regular company, how a, a, a normal, like if you're a McDonald's cashier, you can't yeah. go talk to the CEO of McDonald's about your problems. I hear some of the same things are true about Deion Sanders that players can't just go to Deion. They got to go through someone. They got to go through someone, and he'll determine if you can go to Deion. And they don't ever actually talk to Deion. Yeah. It's like, hey, Deion, this is what's going on. Okay, this is what we're going to do. And then that guy comes back and tells you. Like, and let, let's see, let's see how he does, and you know, after a couple years in the swag, yeah. because I feel like Alcorn's got it going uh, on. I'm going to be rooting for Alcorn. In I that mean, game. <laughs> and, and they're kind of just like they they got a chip on their shoulder. Like, I mean, you well, they want to the swag for like three straight years, and they're like, oh, everybody wants to pay attention to this guy. What's he done? And I've talked to people that are alums of Jackson State that played football there mm-hmm. that are very skeptical of Deion Sanders, they and they be. feel like this is just. And, and look, he's going to recruit well, yeah. but what kind of recruits, I mean, as we're seeing. So, all right, that's all the Jackson State talk. Let's talk about Mississippi State today at, uh, at SEC Media Days. Things that we learned, we learned that Mike Leach is not vaccinated. That I know that for a fact now, no matter what he says. I don't know. I, uh, he's not. He, here's why I – and we'll have to double-check this. He went to Africa not too long ago. It's Can they point. enter the country? Not Africa. That, it was uh, the United Arab Emirates. No, no. He went to Africa. He went to Africa as well? Yes. But that too – 
Okay, I didn't know he went to Africa. So he's been to a couple different countries. I know that you. I, I'm pretty positive that you can't leave the states and go to Hawaii without either being vaccinated or sure, you, you have to get going overseas with. Yeah, you have to get you have to quarantine in Hawaii for like two weeks. Hmm. I, I know that for a fact from talking to my sister who's a pharmacist. So. My question is, you know, did he have to get vaccinated for that, which I think is a, is a possibility. So I wouldn't jump to that conclusion that he hasn't been vaccinated, but it's obvious that he ha- he is of the opinion that it's your choice. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And uh, I'm kind of with him on that. I mean, I, I, I get the point where you want to kind of get your guys vaccinated for the season, but... I'm kind of with him. Like it's do what it, I, uh, who am I to tell you what to do? You know, I mean, if you want to assume assume the risk, well, you assume the risk. I think what's going to happen is the SEC is going to take the role of we're going to tell you what to do pretty soon. I think they're going to, from what make I you can get tell, vaccinated. They're going to make some put some rules in place that if you're not vaccinated, you can't travel. I can see that, but I don't. I don't know where the vaccination is as far as where where is it with the FDA and all that stuff. I mean, I, um, I, I get what you're saying, but because there's certain vaccinations that are required for you to to go to school, and I keep seeing oh, yeah, people yeah. say like, like polio, you're going to have to get this vaccination to go to school. Mm-hmm. I don't those, know if those it's vaccines that, are FDA approved. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's to that. I, I, I don't think it's. At I that know point what you're yet. saying, and I I, I I don't disagree a lot a lot with that. But at the same time, I think the SEC can just sort of do what they want because you don't have a constitutional right. A lot of government. And it's a lot of weird topics today, but you don't have a constitutional right to play college football. Like no, but you know, can they? But I, other than the, the, there's one thing that you have to wear a mask. You have to implement mask mm-hmm. policies and quarantining, whatever the CDC mm-hmm. says. But this is a whole different it is. thing with the, the University of Indiana said that you have to be vaccinated to go to school there, and a federal judge upheld that. Interesting. So, I, I don't know which way it's going to go. Uh, I don't believe Mississippi State. I don't think they're one of the teams that are under. I asked him directly. He said he wasn't going to say. Uh, but I don't believe they're one of the teams that are over that 85% uh, threshold. We know that LSU, Alabama, Georgia are. I'm not surprised by Alabama, Georgia, Saban, and Saban's top disciple. Are Saban's not going to leave anything to chance. No, they're they're going to do every, forfeiting, the, forfeiting the game. They're going to take every advantage that they can get, and I, you got to think Vanderbilt is vaccinated too with the issues that they had last year. And when I went to Vanderbilt in April to that series, mm-hmm. you had to wear a mask everywhere on campus. Yeah. Outside, didn't matter. You had to wear a mask everywhere. And that was kind of like at the tail end when they started getting the vaccine out and stuff. So I I got to think that they're in there too. I think Missouri is up there, or at least close. Probably. So, you know, it's – I don't know. I don't know a, a right or wrong answer to that, but it's they've made it clear that you have to be at the 85% threshold and the players that are apparently the players that are un, that are not vaccinated mm-hmm. are going to be tested routinely. I, I think what they're going to do is this. they're going to offer some incentives to get vaccinated, yeah. but they're also going to offer some punishments to if you're not vaccinated. And, and you know, that's that, that's the way to do it, I guess. Well, I think the punishment's just going to be you're going to have to be tested routinely. I think the punishment's going to be you can't travel with your team. I don't know if they're going to go that's that the heavy-handed. Case, I, I from I from what I think of think about what you know of Greg Sankey. Yeah, but I mean that's pretty that's pretty heavy. It is pretty I heavy. I don't know if I don't know if they, they will they go are, that. I think that I, I just feel like just we're gonna see from based on what I was told that could be the case. We'll, we'll see. see. What, we'll see. Let's what talk what about football because God knows it's a better topic. 
Did we learn anything football related today? No. no. I, I did learn. I felt like I learned one thing, and that's com- coming from my interview with uh, with Mike Leach, which will be available on uh, Sports Talk social, social media and YouTube and things. like Held that. everybody up. Brian got Brian got the first interview with Michael Leach. Held everybody up for like five to ten minutes. Let me tell you, sitting right now. waiting around for. I him. wish, I wish, I wish I could just curse like the way I want to right now. I'd give you the Heisenberg right this second. <laughs> you deserve it too. But he said, I asked him about QB competition. And he said he was looking forward to it. He thinks it's going to be a good one. And he made the comment, we need to figure it out quickly so that we can start giving the reps to the guy who's going to need them. Yep. And so this isn't going to be something that drags all the way. And they're like, well, first game we want to play Will and Jack. and see. They're going to figure it out. You know, Practice starts on the 5th. My guess is by the 19th we know who the starting quarter early. We might not know, but Mike Leach and team will know who the starting quarterback is for Mississippi State in 2021. Yeah, and they kind of did that last year, too, with KJ Costello and mm-hmm. Will. It, it was evident that Costello was going to be the guy, and I think he got most of the reps, and then Will got the second most reps. He puts a lot of emphasis on how many reps those guys get mm-hmm. and, the, and the kind of the tier because, I mean, that's all he talks about is the repetitions, repetitions, doing the same thing over and over. And he ta- that was one thing he kind of reiterated through several different points on uh, on Wednesday, but it was pretty clear that it's going to be Will and Jack Abraham. Mm-hmm. That that to me seemed clear. He did mention Sawyer Robertson and Daniel Greek a little bit, mm-hmm. but I don't think he. I, I think it would be it would have to be a total disaster for Sawyer Robertson to get on the field. Well, no, there's two ways to look at that. It could be a total disaster, or it could be he comes into camp and they're like, "Wow, he is a lot better than we thought he was going to be." Could be, could be. I, I'm I, telling you, if he was here for spring, if he, if he was, been here, I think that would have been a game changer. Would have been something, something different. But missing those practices, hey, look, I don't, I don't hold it against him. He wanted to enjoy his final year of high school and play baseball with his team. God bless him. But he might have been the starting quarterback for Mississippi State had he decided to just go ahead and come on in. There's a possibility. I, I think that that Leach is would do anything possible to keep a freshman off the field, though. I agree. Well, well, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. But I, I think I think that he unless wants, he's just that he's talented. just got to be that much better. But the the general consensus of what I could feel mm-hmm. from Leach, Austin Williams, and even Aaron Brule is Will is the guy to beat. Yeah, that, that, um, that definitely it, you definitely feel that for sure. Like and, and you know Jack Abraham, I feel like has a little more ability passing the ball, making the throws. And he, of course, he has the experience. Mm-hmm. Leach talked about that and really likes kind of what he brings to the table. But Will has that it factor in the locker room. You know, Austin Williams is just raving about what he did in the locker room last year as a true freshman. Mm-hmm. And he's he's got so much knowledge for this offense. He's got the feel with the players out there. You know, he's worked with all, with all those guys in the off season. Mm-hmm. It just feels like he's just going to have to to fail. To, I, yeah, I feel it's more like he can't. I don't know that Jack Abraham can win the job, but I think Will Rogers could lose it. I could see that, yeah. Yeah. But it, it just feels like he's the front runner. Yeah, I agree. But I don't think this is an easy task at all for mm-hmm. him. I think Jack Abraham's going to be a very tough out. I agree. I agree with you 100%. Um, let's, we'll talk about the players next. Let's move on into that. It's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. That's, you saw, I may have saw the uh, tweet I, I retweeted earlier on Wednesday night of a very full meat counter. Uh, over there at Val's Marketplace. If you haven't already, that's the new stop for Welcome Home Beef. 
Head over there, talk to the the butchers there. They'll cut anything you want fresh to order. The prices are a little bit better, and they've got that same great selection of beef that you found when they were at the store on University Drive. And, of course, Welcome Home Beef is showing up in grocery stores all over this great state. They're in Corinth. They're in Pontotoc. They're in Bahalia. They're in Olive Branch. They're in Collinsville. If your local grocery store isn't carrying Welcome Home Beef, you need to find out how you can get that product in there and on the shelves. Call Welcome Home Beef to see how you can help. That number is 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats. You know, I had some barbecue while I was in Alabama, and it's good, but it's not Two Brothers good. It just isn't, and and that's one of the reasons you always find me coming back to Two Brothers whenever I'm looking for a place for lunch for dinner. It's one of my favorite restaurants, not only in Starkville, but in the whole SEC. So unique and so much great stuff. So much more than just barbecue at Two Brothers. It's smoked southern soul food in the heart of the Cotton District. Advantage Business Systems is a two-way plan to take care of your business. What they're going to do is offer you an incredible selection of services, products, technology, everything a business needs to be successful, to grow, to have more profits and less problems. And then they back everything they sell up with fantastic customer service, the best customer service, the kind you expect from your neighbors, which is what Advantage Business Systems is. It's a Mississippi business, first and foremost. They've been working here in the Magnolia State with people like you for over 45 years. Call them today. Find out how you can become another Advantage Business Systems success story. The number is 601-362-9192. Or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. It always makes me, you know. That's a very good job not reading a script. Thank you. And the other thing I was going to say is I'm like, and I, as, as far as like impressing myself, that I can go two or three days out doing the podcast and still remember these phone numbers. Yeah, I mean, you do it so many times, it's just, it's just, in, it's just, it's just in your head. So, before you came on, uh, this past like January, Advantage Business Systems changed their phone number. And I was just miserable. I was like, oh, come on. That just, that <laughs> was, just messed. It messes everything. And, it's you know, a challenge. As many times as I said, I've said Joel, like intro in, intro in the show, I think it was like two weeks of me getting that phone number wrong. But when, well, once, you, did it too. once you get it, you once have you it. Once you it into your head, you have it. It's there. But once, but before that, it, it is a struggle. No, no question. All right. We got to talk to Aaron Brule and Austin Williams. Two different guys. Very really different. Personality-wise. We asked on Sports Talk Mississippi, we asked Aaron Brule straight up, are you the best linebacker in the SEC? I believe so. That was his answer. And while, you know, I wouldn't ask Austin Williams to be the best receiver in the SEC, his confidence is different. He's a very confident guy. Yep. But it, he, you feel like his confidence through his mannerisms, uh, you know, he, he just looks the part. Aaron Brule, obviously, you know, he looks like a, a big-time football player, but he's not afraid to tell you about it either. I think they're both extensions of the various sides of the ball they are. I think that, the, that Arnett – has gotten with, with Brule and has turned him into a confident player. And I think whereas I feel like I, I called Austin Coach Williams. I said he, he is an extension of the coaching staff on the field. He's basically you know just out there coach speaking us to death. He speaks to the media every week, so he knows what to tell us. I like both of those guys. I thought they were good representatives. We have, uh, we have Q&As from all three of those guys from the press conference today. And if you go look at Austin Williams and Mike Leach's thoughts. It's like they're the same guys. They're the same quotes. And we talked about that a little bit last week. He's kind of your coach speak guy. Aaron Berlay is going to tell you exactly what it, what's on his mind. And it played out just like that. But I thought both of them were, were great. I thought they were both great representatives of, of Mississippi State and did a really good job up there, both with the local media and on the big stage. I got to talk to Aaron one-on-one, which was really fun to kind of – 
pick his brain a little bit. And I just like you asked him if he's the best linebacker, I asked him straight up, do, do you feel like you're the leader of the defense? And he said, absolutely. You know, some guys will say, you know, actually there's a few of us out there. No, he takes ownership in that, and he's not shying away from it. Mm-hmm. He wants to be the leader of the defense. And I asked him a little bit about, you know, his relationship with Errol Thompson yeah, and what he kind of took away way, from yeah. him. And th- that's basically where he got his leadership mm-hmm. from. I mean, he, he watched him for the last two or two and a half years, and that's kind of the, the ownership that he's taken on himself. And he said he definitely wants to be more of a, I'm going to lead on the field. And not I'm not the guy to give the pregame speech is what he told us. It, right. He's the guy that, you know, I'm going to go out there and make the tackles. That's, yeah. how, you, that's how I'm going to lead. And he does. And I, I, I thought we saw that against LSU yeah. last year. Like right away. Won. Yeah, yeah. Right away. Well, I remember watching the game out. with you when we were like, is that Brulee again? Yeah. I mean, we, we must have said it three or four times. And he was just a special teams guy the year before. Yeah. And it's like the light just went click right whenever he got that opportunity and now it's an even bigger opportunity for him Mm -hmm. on top of that he's already a guy that's got a chip on his shoulder and he's not picked for hardly any all sec list second team on my mind so but i mean you know the ones that have come out so far Mm -hmm. nobody's talking about the guy and And i i really believe that he's one of the best linebackers in the sec and i I feel like he's going to carry that into the season i think he's watching that stuff the question for a guy like brulee is simple can you still be a star when teams are game planning against you? You know, last year, if you ask an opposing offensive coordinator, especially early in the season, all right, who are the guys on Mississippi State you got to watch out for? They're going to circle Errol Thompson. They're going to circle Martin Emerson. Uh, they they might have circled Emmanuel Forbes. Like, hey, he was really good in high school. We'll see how that goes. Uh, maybe you know, Crumbity or Pickering. Not everybody's talking about Aaron Brule. This year, like, who, who you got to worry about? He's going to be one of the top guys that they're going to say we can't we can't miss this guy. Yeah. So can you still be a star when when they when they're doing that? If you can, be a star anywhere. Well, that's when that's where other players have to step up. You know, yeah. Jeffrey Simmons, you game plan for him in the middle of the defense. Yeah. And so other players started to Montez shine. Sweat and well, then Gary you had Green. then that takes pressure off of you. Yeah. And he still was able to perform at a high level. Yeah. Now he's a you know he's a freak show you know once in a once in a, a decade type guy, but right. Brule has that ability. I'm not saying he's a five-star recruit, but he has that ability, too, to be a game-changer on the defensive side of the ball. He's got to have other guys step up. Nate Watson's got to come up big this year. You know, Deshaun Page or, or, or somebody like that's got to come up. Tyrus Wheat, Jordan Davis. Those guys have got to step up and take a little bit of pressure off of him because he's he's carrying the weight of that front seven. He's the guy in that front seven. You have a lot of unknowns at the linebacker spot. Defensive line is... Pretty talented, but there's not a ton of experience right. on the defensive line. You're, I mean, you're, you're hopeful on the defensive line outside of Crumity. Yeah, and Nate, I mean Nate Pickering is your most talented guy, and he played six to eight games in the first year, yeah. and then last year he, he opted like out in the season. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's a lot of unknowns there. He's your one guy that you feel like is going to bring it. And to your point, defenses are going to be look at looking at that defense or offense is going to be looking at that defense and saying. Do not let number three beat you. Yeah. Uh, so that's where everybody else has got to step up, bring their game up a level, and take some pressure off of him so he can make those plays. Then you have Austin Williams, who's, the, as I called him, the old man in the receiver room now. Uh, and he's still got, what, two years of yeah, eligibility? Yeah. I mean, the, he, he's going to have his doctorate. He's totally different than any other. And, I, and I'm not making a, a race joke here, but everybody else in there when you look at what they bring Austin Williams brings on something a little bit different and that's I think he brings the most consistency you know 
We asked him what game he was looking forward to the most, and he mentioned the Egg Bowl. And I was wondering if he was going to bring up the fumble. I, I can just I could tell when he said that though, it, it's eating at him. Yeah, it's still eating at him. And so that's a guy. Right now, if you said Mississippi State's passing offense is going to be statistically, what do you expect it to be, or what you expect it to be? It's going to be good. Okay. So where where are Austin Williams' numbers? Sixty catches. You know, seven hundred yards. Three or four touchdowns. I mean, fifty to sixty catches. You need. He, he's going to be the chain mover. Six hundred yards. He's yeah. be third and six. Get him over the middle. Get him over the middle. Third and seven. Get him over the middle. Get him eight yards. Middle of the field. Uh, you know, a catch cur- the ball. A curl and go route. Down. Uh, a dig. Yeah. Something that you know. You're just getting a few yards at, uh, at a time. He, mm-hmm. He's not going to be a guy that's going to burn defenses, but that's not his job either. Mm-hmm. That's his job is to possess the football yeah. and move the chains. Yeah, and I think he's going to be. A, he's going to be. He's not an all SEC guy. Don't get me wrong. You know, he's not going to be that guy, but he's going to put up good numbers. He plays his part. He knows. He knows what yeah. to do. And in an offense like this, you got to have guys like that. You got to have. You know, it can't be. Not everybody's going to be the top guy. But you we look at Leach's last year at Washington State. He had, I think, nine guys with forty or more catches. Nine. And that's what I like about this wide receiver group is there's. We talked about the other day. There's no cookie cutter. Style right. there, you have Austin Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a possession guy. You have uh, two shorter slot guys uh, that that are normally slot guys that can play on the outside, like Rufus Harvey and Tula Griffin. You have guys like Caleb Ducking and Malik Heath that can stretch the field a little bit. You got other guys that are coming in like Teddy Knox has got the speed. So you have all these different receivers, Makai Polk. These guys have the ability to impact the game in a different way. And it's tough to defend. I mean, you don't have, you know, two guys on the outside, these two long receivers on the outside, the two short guys on the inside mm-hmm. slots. Yeah. You, you have I mean, you put, different guys at every spot. And you have you talk about, you know, a, a traditional slot receiver, Tulu Griffin. Yeah. But he's on the, on outside. the outside. Yeah. So. You know, Jaden Wally, the, the, the good news that I got away from our talk with Leach is Jaden Wally is 100%. Yeah. He's ready to go. I yeah. mean, I remember him walking off, limping off the field, not even putting any weight on his we leg. We all thought that that's looked, it. That's Except it. He's, he's out for the, out the year. year, and instead, and instead he's, he's walking, freak, walking out of the locker room with the, of with the cowboy hat on, no shirt. Legends, legend. Vote him for mayor. So, all right, tomorrow's show, we're going to look at the All SEC team, how that's going to shake out, what Bulldogs made that, and we'll look at uh, the SEC predicted order of finish. We did not talk about the biggest news of the day that had nothing to do. Well, I guess it did have something to do with what, the SEC. Texas? Yeah. Let's say that for tomorrow. Okay. We'll say that for tomorrow. We'll talk about Texas. Because maybe probably tomorrow, some of it more it may have fleshed out a little bit more. And we'll find out if the Longhorns and the Sooners are going to be. Uh, Will Vic Schaefer be making his return to the SEC? The SEC West, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, LSU, Arkansas, Missouri, Texas, Oklahoma. Ooh. You, t- you basically swap out Alabama and Auburn. Uh, Texas A&M would be in there, too. It would be more geographical. It would make oh, well, more you, sense. Yeah, you can't keep Missouri in the east if you put A&M in, or you put Texas in They've got to be in the same They've got to be in the same spot. Would you trade out Alabama-Auburn for Texas and Oklahoma? I think so. On your schedule every year? I mean, if you if you I think about you it football, football-wise, football just from a results standpoint – it's. I mean, it's not that far off. Oklahoma, obviously, there's a big gap between Oklahoma and Alabama, mm-hmm. but they are more consistently inside the top four, I like Alabama like, is. And then Texas would be a little more comparable to Auburn. 
I honestly feel like Mississippi State have a better chance of beating Oklahoma than beating to Alabama. Yes. Year in, year out. Yes, so, they would. I would also – I like Auburn. It's a fun town, but I'd much rather go to Austin. Barbecue's a lot better. Yeah, that'd be great. So. But there, there's Moe's Barbecue. You're not a big Moe's fan? I'm not, actually, to be totally <laughs> honest with you. So, all right, that's tomorrow's pod. We'll be back with you for that. Uh, we will have to once again catch up on some uh, some opponent previews and things like that. But we got a full week next week to do that. We could have done that this week, but Brian I'd, doesn't know how to work a Zoom. It's not. It's not me. It's my computer. It's, I gotta get new stuff. It'll be all right. Guys, have a great uh, Thursday. Is tomorrow? Have a great Thursday. Don't forget Sports Talk Mississippi live from Trustmark Park uh, as we uh, do the, the remote there, unveiling the new equipment trucks. John Cohen will join us among other guests. So if you want to hear what he's going to say. Are we doing the rumblings tomorrow? No, 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 no rumblings this week. Because because we got to record when I get back. You want to do a, record the rumblings at eight eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night? I am disgusted. <laughs> I'm disgusted by you this week. Well, you know what? You can just get in line. You're not the first, and you damn sure won't be the last. Saved your cuss word for the end of the show. You're right. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.